Striking Chords with Jonathan Douglas. Here, talking with violinist Isaac Stern. Now, Isaac Stern, we, we were talking before we actually got the recorder going about the importance of music for, for young children um, and as part of, of other aspects of, the, of their education as well. Could you tell me why you feel that music is such an important part of a child's education? The child's mind is an open, wonderful flower. And if you feed it properly, you'll find that you get astonishing results. In every test that has ever been done, this has been done many times in many countries, all the, all the work of the children in memory, logic, mathematics, and even in manners, because they have to work together and sing together and dance together, goes right up off the graph. They become sentient human beings. In other words, they, it, the music in that sense, where they can use their voices or their bodies to express themselves, they become a person. They become an individual. And they, they become a person, an individual that joins with other persons to create a harmony. Now, this, I'm not inventing phrases out of Zen philosophy or out of, out of uh, some, some weird or occult faith. This is simply the, how music is written and how young people react to it. They intuit music far better than adults because they haven't had time to work up some likes and dislikes. And there is such a natural form to music that for children it's an open sesame. So I am unceasingly trying to get people to understand, particularly those who are in charge of educational patterns, in charge of educational um, uh, curricula, to understand that music and art are not an arcane form of, of uh, one-upsmanship in social life that they are basic to the way people can live. And that what one would hope to have out of children trained this way is not musicians or artists or painters or sculptors, but civilized people for whom all the wonders that man's creativity has been able to find over the centuries is for them, A, an open book to read, and B, a wonderful path to follow, for the pleasure in their own lives, no matter what they become professionally. There is a, it gives such wealth of outreach to young people that they don't have otherwise. And also, in a society where it is properly used as an education, it gives them properly trained, by, and the teachers are properly trained, it gives them a sense of the cultural history of their own nation and an appreciation of other nations. So for me, there is no more necessary function of society than the education of its children, including the arts. You are emphasizing there the, the civilizing influence of music. Would you go so far as to say that uh, music can play a significant part in improving the state of the world? In a strange way, I think it can. Um, you know, popular music has always, a la longue, in the, in the long run, 
somehow become a part of the language of the major composers. I mean, you can hear the difference immediately between a Russian composer, a German composer, an Italian composer, a French composer. There's something in both the language, the harmony, the prosody, everything that has to do with music. You can hear the national differences. But what you do have, um, as different from some of the pop music that has come into play in the last 30, 40 years, Pop music uh, mirrors some of the problems of society. Fifty years ago, jazz and uh, was an exultant form of music. It was a celebration of being. It had freedom, and it gave rein to the imagination of the player as no other popular form had done quite to that point. The turnaround into the anger at the social problems and the, and, the, and the economic problems of our time and the, and the repeated ideas on a very, on a very narrow band of, of um, intellectual ferment. Uh, by repeating one phrase 70 times does not make that phrase more pungent. It just sticks like mud to your, to your memory banks. Um, and of course, if you make the beat hard enough, loud enough, uh, people go go wild. But then that tendency to drive huge groups into a frenzy has not been unknown to um, African tribes, to certain ceremonies in in many cultures, or even to um, to to organizations such as the Hitler Youth with the drums and the marching and the, and the martial music repeating itself over and over and over again. I'm not making a, a far-fetched leap into the, into the usefulness of, um, of classical music. There were people, both um, in the communist or fascist regimes, who loved music very much and go, around, go out and shoot a couple of people. It doesn't mean that they automatically become good people. What it means is the people as a whole live differently and cannot be and cannot be um, herded together like sheep into a blind faith about something that they that does not viscerally make sense to them as a society. I cannot see it as a panacea for world problems, but I can see it very clearly as a way to make generations of people growing up to realize the wealth of the civilizations that they came from, no matter where those civilizations were, and how the interplay of civilizations together makes a world operate with much more brotherhood than it finds today.